Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning. It is Friday, August 5th. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JUSTBASEBALL when you download. That link is in our episode description for a full deposit match. In this episode, I got you for two MLB best bets plus two prize pick selections at the end of this episode. Quick recap of yesterday. We kind of got crushed, people. We kind of got crushed. Not going to sugarcoat it. We lost both of the picks on the main card, which you heard on this podcast, as well as in our chalkboard group chat. We went one and one, and we really got robbed by Nationals Moneyline. I only put 0.5 units on it, but it was plus 200 because I told myself I was going to fade Noah Syndergaard no matter what, and it got rained out. Phillies won in the fifth inning. Really unfortunate, but we're back again today, and I'm feeling good today. It's Friday. It's almost the weekend. Two picks for you. And just to recap, our regular season record is now 152 and 129, and we are plus 25.19 units. The win streak of 10 and 3 in the last 13 picks had to end, but we're back again to start another one. First game is Los Angeles Angels versus Seattle Mariners at 10 10 p.m. Eastern. It's Patrick Sandoval, lefty for the Angels, who's 3 and 7 with a 3.61 ERA and a 1.48 whip, taking on Robbie Ray. Lefty for the Mariners, got a 4-11 ERA, a 1-2-0 whip. We're going to head to Seattle, like I said, for the first game of four-game set. And this isn't your classic matchup of ace pitchers, but these two have performed very well against the opposing lineups. On top of this, these lineups are not at full strength, and the Angels have to take a flight on short rest up to Seattle from Los Angeles. For all my East Coasters, it's a longer flight than you may think. It's longer than a flight from Chicago to New York, and it's actually like almost a three-hour flight. And a lot of people don't put a lot of stock into travel days, but I do because I think the offenses come out slow, especially when you don't have a day of rest. Robbie Ray is going to get the ball against these Angels, and not only has he been fantastic at home this year, it's a really bad matchup for the Angels at the moment. In the last 30 days, the Angels rank dead last in WRC Plus by a sizable margin against left-handed pitching. They sit with a 54 WRC Plus compared to the Brewers at 59. They also have the fourth lowest hard hit rate in that span combined with the seventh highest ground ball rate. They are not hitting the ball hard or putting the ball in the air. And this has been a trend for the Angels this year. They have the fourth lowest OPS as a team against lefties this year. And that that number is a bit inflated with Mike Trout being in the lineup. But he is still on the IL. Ray has only faced the Angels once so far, and he dominated them. He threw seven innings while allowing three hits and one run with 10 strikeouts. That lineup included Mike Trout, and it won't include him today. This is an ideal matchup for Ray as he's been better pitching at T-Mobile Park, and he doesn't rate very well in average exit velocity and hard hit rate. The Angels simply don't hit the ball hard against lefties or in general. 
Patrick Sandoval is going to take the ball for the Angels, who will face a less-than-ideal Mariners lineup. The Mariners lineup is, of course, still solid, but it will be without Julio Rodriguez. Ty France is slated to return from a wrist injury today, but I wouldn't be that afraid of him. He is still Ty France, so he'll probably do fine, but that injury should dampen his power output. Sandoval has faced the Mariners twice this season and has performed well above average. In two starts against them, he's allowed just two earned runs in 11 innings while striking out 11 batters. The line movement tells me that he'll pitch well today, considering the public is all over the Mariners and the line is creeping in the direction of the Angels. After doing this research, I came to the conclusion that the Mariners should easily cover the first five innings, right? Ray has dominated and Sandoval isn't the better pitcher of the two. But if we look at other games where the money line is at minus 200, the first five innings should be much more expensive than only minus 120. This line takes me to the under in the full game, as I love the Mariners' bullpen and the Angels' bullpen is rested enough. I think this game ends in a close, low-scoring game, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Angels actually pull this one out. The pick is going to be Mariners versus Angels under 7 at minus 110, and that is 1.1 units to win one unit. The second game is the San Diego Padres versus the Los Angeles Dodgers at 10.10 p.m. Eastern. It's Sean Maniah, lefty for the Padres. He's got a 4.25 ERA and a 1.27 whip, taking on Tony Gonsolin with a 2.41 ERA and a 0.90 whip. This should be a real good one. We're going to head to Los Angeles for the first meeting since the Padres added every single good player on the trade block. They added Juan Soto, Josh Bell, and Brandon Drury, and they are now everyone's favorite team, and for good reason. The line opened at minus 155 for the Dodgers and has relatively stayed there, but some books have it at minus 160 or minus 165. That's a pretty sizable line for how close these two teams are, and I think I know why. The Dodgers are clicking on all cylinders right now, and when they are, you do not want to face them. They'll get Sean Maniah today, who should get throttled by a Dodgers offense that has had his number throughout his career. Through 76 plate appearances against the Dodgers' current roster, he holds a 290 batting average of 465 ex-woba and an absurd 725 expected slugging. When the Dodgers have an ex-slug that high, fireworks often ensue. Sean Maniah against the Dodgers has an average exit velocity of 93.5 miles an hour and an average launch angle of 18 degrees. To qualify for a barrel that you see on Baseball Savant, you must hit the ball at least 95 miles an hour with an optimal launch angle of 18 to 35 degrees. Those are batted balls that more likely lead to extra base hits. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. Tony Gonsolin will grab the ball for the Dodgers, who I'm not exactly in love with, but this is a decent spot for him. If he was on the road, I'd be much more nervous, but at home, he's been dynamite this year. At home, he's rocking a 1.970 ERA, but it's due to a crazy low batting average on balls in play. I don't truly believe in the home ERA for him over the full season, but he is a better pitcher than Manaya, and he's performed well against the Padres' current roster, and he has pitched better at home, at least using those results. I don't put a ton of stock into his prior appearances against the Padres because this is a new and improved roster. Juan Soto, Josh Bell, and Brandon Jury are combined 3-for-10 against him with one extra base hit. It's not too bad, but the entire team has a combined 246 opponent batting average, 293 ex-woba, and a 393 expected slugging with those three in the lineup. Combine that with an average exit velocity of just 85.2 miles an hour with an average launch angle of 8.6 degrees. Soft contact and on the ground. I don't think you're going to see a shutout from Gonsolin, but he'll do enough to give the Dodgers the win through the first five innings. So that's the pick. 
Los Angeles Dodgers first five minus a half. I want that spread at minus 115, and that's 1.15 units to win one unit. Now let's move on to the prize pick selections of the day. I have two, but I kind of have three, um, and two of them are in the Padres versus Dodgers game. So you choose which one you want to play based off some of my analysis. The first one is I want Robbie Ray over strikeouts. He's at seven right now, which is a square number, which generally I don't like. And by square, I mean, it's not seven and a half. It's not six and a half. It's at seven. So it obviously has the opportunity to push. But I think he goes far over this total. And the reason why I like that over his fantasy score is because I do believe that the Angels might have a shot here. And while I do think he goes over his fantasy score, and that is a bet that I do like, I'd rather take the strikeouts because I think the strikeouts is something that is more guaranteed rather than him taking home the win. But on the same side, well, not on the same side, on the same side as my bets, but in a different game, I really like Mookie Betts' fantasy score today. He looks locked in at the plate, and it's at 8.5. I like the stolen base opportunity. I know Sean Manai is a lefty, but I could see that coming in the later innings if this game is possibly close. And on that same side, I like Sean Manai's under fantasy score today. I don't think he comes home with a win. I don't think he comes home with a quality start. And I don't think that he's going to strike out this Dodgers offense that is absolutely rolling right now. Either is a good pick. I might play two of them in different ways. For example, I might take Robbie Ray's over fantasy score and take Mookie Betts's over fantasy score. I might take in another entry something that looks like Robbie Ray's strikeouts with Sean Manaya's under fantasy, something like that. But remember, at the end of the day, it's not gambling advice, but if you want to play along with us, use code JustBaseball when you check out for prize picks and you will get that full deposit match. And with that, thank you.